0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to episode 76 of the 476ers podcast. We're gonna talk about the Kings game from two nights ago. To uh uh yeah. Uh, Justice for the blind, just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. I am back and better than ever, welcome to episode 76 of the 476ers uh podcast. Uh was a little bit busy. Uh, Yes, yesterday or whenever you're listening to this, whatever, we're in a weird time vortex right now, a time away from time is what we are, you know, very uh, Star Warsian. Uh, we are in a, you know, I can't remember what that thing was called. And anyway, it was not important. Uh, am I late? Am I early? Uh, you know, if you ask Drake, uh, better late than never. However, never late is better. Um, and, you know, while while that's true, it's just backwards. You know, you probably want to say never late is better. But I'm better late than ever, right? That makes a little bit more sense. You know what I mean, in my opinion. But that's not what this is about. This is not about Drake. This is about uh basketball. Um, and we're gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about Drake from State Farm. So, so uh yeah, so Sixers played Kings. Uh, an interesting game, we a weird game, a very, very weird, weird, odd experience. Um, you know, aside from having to stay up late because it's a West Coast game, uh, you know, and the kind of high feeling you get from lack of sleep. I also just felt high because the game was so fucking weird. First of all, um, you know, we end up in this this weird uh, back and forth with them. Now, listen, the Kings, you know, for all due respect, the Kings have been playing well over the last few weeks. Uh, Darren Fox looks like he's taking a bit of a step in front of us. Um, and additionally, Tyrese Halliburton is legit. You know what I mean? Like, if it wasn't for LaMelo getting into the starting lineup and playing really, really well – I would say that Tyrese is probably my rookie of the year. Um, but, uh, but, you know, just cause the, his, just a better defender, you saw a couple times him just lock up shake or, you know, being active in passing lanes, uh, a great nose for the ball, you know? So uh, his shot is hideous. I hate his, I hate his shot. You know, his set shot, he doesn't really have a jumper per se. Uh, it's more of a set shot. It's very Jason Kidd like uh, Jason Kidd in, in his, uh, well, not Jason Kidd, his prime. He couldn't shoot in his prime. But by the time Jason Kidd could learn how to shoot threes, there was no off-the-dribble three-pointer happening for him. It was going to be a set shot. Uh, and that's what Tyrese looks like right now, which is great because he's a rookie, right? And if, you know, you develop an off-the-dribble shot later, fine, even though his jumper doesn't look like a jumper that will lend well to taking one off the dribble. Um, but with that said, you know, we end up in this crazy, you know, back and forth with them. They have the the the, the, the highest pace in the NBA right now. Um, their defense is abysmal. I mean, if they play the fucking Hawks or the, or the, or the wizards, I mean, there's gotta be a limit on points that can be scored in the game. They're going to have to cut it off in the third quarter. Whoever wins at the end of quarter three is, is the game winner. Just Cause you can't have too many points. I mean, you're going to skew all the stats. Uh, up and down NBA history. You just can't do it. I mean, you're going to have three wilts in that game if if they played the Wizards or the Nets or the fucking Hawks. There's going to be a bunch of different wilts in that game. You're going to have, you know, stat like like 1970 stats where somehow somebody finishes with 40 and 20 rebounds and and then this guy had 78 points and 36 free throws. It's just going to be confusing. You're going to have guys fouling out, just end it at the end of the third quarter and or just do college, college two halves, and keep it moving, you know, let's get that game done. We don't have time to just watch it. And what happens is in a game like yesterday or about two nights ago, I'm doing, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter what I'm doing this. But in a game like that, you end up in this weird situation where by the end of the game, you actually, you don't know what you watched. I'll be honest. You're kind of like, what the fuck, what just happened? And the reason why you're thinking that is because there are so many offensive plays. There's so many possessions in that game. It's hard to really... But it's like you blink and it's it's the it 12 minutes have passed. Like, what just happened this quarter? It was just a sprint. It was just guys running. It was a relay race. You know, you can't really single out any it, it, it plays necessarily. You know, I spent a lot of time having to watch the game. I watched the game twice. I looked at the stats. I was just confused by the game. You know what I mean? Well, essentially what happens is first quarter, I, you know, Joe had a weird thing to him, you know, weird body language, yeah, you know, maybe something personal. I don't know. It, it, you know, we get so used to, I think, especially me, I get so used to watching like, you know, you get so used to watching guys like MJ or even LeBron or Kobe or, you know, Tim Duncan, like, but like, uh, even Steph today, I, I was even Steph today and Kevin Durant, like guys who, who just seem to it's like, all they are, are basketball players. You could, you could easily forget that these are human beings and you could easily fall into this way where you're like, look, and you're like, man these guys are are you anything but a basketball player right um because it feels like you feel nothing else you know like you, there's just all this trauma happening. I remember when Dirk there was a whole thing with Dirk's like uh Dirk had a wife his wife was actually a con artist it, th- th- this is why you would not even remember this happening because there was just no reaction on the career no idea you know it's happened like 2009 or something like that. I can't remember I can't even remember because no one remembers. Um, and, and, you know, so when a guy like Joe, you're seeing somebody with like this, this malaise at times, and you know, he's human and we don't know. I don't think his malaise had anything to do with the team or anything that was happening on the floor. It seemed like he just had a weird malaise. Maybe he thought he didn't have to play road games this year. You know what I mean? Maybe he could, he could mail in the MVP and play 37 games. Um, but I don't know, you know, whatever. So, you know, he has like a weird malaise to him. Um, I, I noticed it in the first quarter. I want to say it's because uh, in the first quarter, it was already different. Lack of production in the first quarter, I was thinking, but not really. I mean, he scores 12 in the fourth quarter. Um, and yeah, 13 the first three, or no, 10, I'm sorry. He scores 10 in the fourth quarter. And Toby so Scott scores 12 in the, in the fourth quarter. Essentially, what this game comes down to is the second and fourth quarter. In the first, But what happens in the first quarter, what's interesting about the first and third quarter, right, is... In the first quarter, they you know, they're running. We're not ready. Our defense is not ready for them to get out and run, essentially. And that allows these guys to all they just start heating up, you know, easy rebound, easy layups, uh passing ahead, catching us off guard. And while we still win the first quarter, now they're already feeling it, right? So now Buddy is 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 Buddy starting to warm up and De'Aaron is warming up. Listen. Buddy De'Aaron and Tyrese, they're good. You know, they're they're good together. They are not going to shoot the way they shot in that fourth quarter, in that second second quarter. I'm sorry, they're not going to shoot the way they shot in that second quarter ever again. I assure you of that. I mean, they, these guys were just fucking on fire. You know what I mean? They were just not not only on fire, but shooting deep, deep, somewhat contested three pointers. You know what I mean? And De'Aaron is a league average three point shooter. I mean. It just didn't make sense. You know what I mean? It just didn't make sense. And we're never, they're never, ever going to shoot that well again. Um, And the third quarter though, on the other hand, when we come out in the third quarter, they only scored 20 points in the third and fourth quarter. So they scored 71 in the first two quarters, Uh, 39 in the second, 31 and 32 in the first. And in the second and the third quarter, the game gets ugly, right? There's just turnovers, there's fouls. There's a lot of stoppages, um i mean i felt like when i was watching the game i thought i was like a, i felt like i was in the desert looking for water like will this game end is this going to ever end or are we just going to get a fucking foul every two seconds you know what is happening and it was a weird game but that way but because that third quarter was so ugly they never get a rhythm and that pretty much pretty much they bury themselves in the it, 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 over those two quarters over that two stretches not just our de- our defense does improve in the second half but they're missing a lot of open shots. But the, 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 the pace of the game is so weird in that third quarter. In the first quarter, it's a relay race. In the third quarter, it turns into something else. You know what I mean? It's like a 100-meter dash stop, another 100-meter dash stop. And it's almost a football game. It's just a fucking football game, which is boring and trash. Um, so I don't know. It was weird. But, but, you know, let's run down the list real quick. We'll talk about some of these guys. Danny. Danny's jumper doesn't travel. You know, I've been saying that all year. Um, he's had some good games on the road, but g- ne- generally his number is not going to travel and it's not his fault because in the beginning he was forced to try to guard Darren Fox multiple times. He just can't. He's just too slow. Just too slow. His his You see his knees are bold legged when your knees are bold-legged that way, shaped like a parentheses, you, you, your side-to-side movement is going to get hindered. You know, you're just going to get hindered. You, you need something a little more aerodynamic to move side-to-side, you know and I mean? You're not a crab or a lobster. Uh, so, you know, you can't guard De'Aaron Fox, unfortunately. Um, but other than that, I, I don't think he played poorly per se. A couple stupid fucking turnovers, I'll say that. But that's him. That's Danny. You know, sometimes he gets these illusions of grandeur he's going to dribble up. He's going to dribble full court for whatever reason. He thinks he's going to bring the ball up. Don't ever wave anyone off, Danny. If someone is calling for the ball, don't wave anyone. Same thing with you, Toby. Don't wave people off. You fall behind Ben. If Ben is wanting the ball or if someone wants to pass the ball, if they want the ball to Ben, that one turnover, I I will never forget things like this. The one turnover that Toby has is a play, I think it happens in the second quarter. I might be wrong. Is a play where, I don't know who, somebody gets the rebound, gets it to Toby, and then says Ben, right, you know, points at Ben to give the ball to Ben. And Toby's like, "Nah, I got this turnover immediately is what he does is what he does. But you see how he improved. Look how it come around, though. Only one turnover. You see, that's learning, learning on the fly. Toby played really, really well. Um, I-, I thought Toby played well. You know what I mean? I, I thought that defensively. It was a weird, you know, it's hard to even say who he was guarding half the time. Was he guarding Bagley? Was he guarding Harris and Barnes half the time? You know, it it was such a weird game. They spent so much time in transition and we spent so much time having to guard and transition that matchups necessarily didn't really matter. All we knew was that Joe was guarding the, the, was at the rim essentially and and, or guarding their centers. And it was a free for all on the perimeter. Whoever can get to whoever just get there. Um, so hard to say what you know did, did toby have a good good or bad defensive game i can't really say um i thought he had one a, a dumb fucking foul though there was one foul what, what happened i'm trying to think what happens to this stupid foul um where who drive i think it's does marvin bagley drive on him and he just kind of runs him out of bounds and then he complains like right this, this is a foul you ran him out of bounds i mean it's not football it's not the super bowl um but in that fourth quarter, it's Toby. I mean, it's weird. The announcers really give a lot of credit to Shake when he gets injured. Too much credit. The announcers, as in, you know, Mark and Ala, they give too much credit to Shake. And I'll speak on Shake in a minute. But really, the fourth quarter comes down to a few factors. It comes to one, Toby scoring 12 points in the fourth quarter. It comes to two, Joel scoring 10 points in the fourth quarter. Three, you could then put Ben Simmons having three assists. Those three assists, I think, were all three-pointers. It's the reason why Toby scored twelve points. And at the beginning of the quarter, I'm, you know, give Dwight some love, man. Dwight's defense in the third and fourth quarter, I thought was really important. I thought Dwight became really disruptive in a good way. He had the one stupid fucking goaltending, which is obviously a go- Dwight. If you catch a shot midair at your age right now, it's a goaltend. I promise you, or it's an air ball it's only one or two things. Is it a goaltend or an air ball? You did not catch that legally. You you need to know that. Don't even complain. Other than that, though, I thought he he was I thought he really made a difference on defense. What, what did he finish with? Two blocks? Two blocks. Yeah, two blocks and only and, and the one and the one um and that one whatchamacallit, the, 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 the uh goaltend. Um, I thought that Dwight's defense played a really big difference while Joe was out. And then when Joe came back, you know, Joe, Joe, Joe essentially realized that this was not a game for him necessarily to score. He, he struggled out only well, he struggled, finished with 25 points, I think on 16 shots, right? 15 shots, 25 points on 15 shots, 13 or 14 from the free throw line, which is absolutely fucking insane. Um, but he realized this wasn't necessarily the game for him to score to assert himself that way, but I thought he I mean, finished with six success like he had a couple of good passes. Oh actually the one and the one Toby three pointer in the fourth quarter comes from a, a, a really good pass. Joe gets doubled at the elbow on the on the opposite side of where Toby is and launches a pass across the court to Toby and Toby hits that three big and it was a big shot, great pass. Um, a couple of stupid turn a couple of times where Joe Joe fell twice in this game. It just, just fell, flat out fell, caught the ball, tried to go into a pivot or a triple threat and fell. I so I just don't understand it. I, I'm a, I'm going to be honest. I don't understand that. I will never understand that. Before, you know, when he falls in motion, it's because he's trying to brace his, let me turn this light on because it's getting dark out here. When he's in motion, it, it makes sense that he braces his fall he braces his joints by falling on purpose to save the, you know, save his knee, the extra damage. But to just fall because you fell is very confusing. You know, I'll be honest with you. What is up with this overexposure of light? I, I mean, I turned the light on, but Lord have mercy. I mean, my face is is radiant. I'm going to have to turn the light off. I mean, it's, it's obscene. It's obscene what's happening here. Anyway, okay. Uh, what was, where was I about him falling? Yeah, falling. I mean, what is that? You know what I'm about for those listening. Wow, you have no idea what just happened. I mean, the overexposure light is just crazy, and you know it has nothing to do with that light. I don't know what light. Oh, you know what? Maybe it has this. Let's let's uh let's do this here. Right? Oh, look at that softer light, softer a softer hue to accentuate my features. Um, so just weird falling. You know, just weird, just falling. You know, I keep on falling. I'm not gonna sing, but it is a beautiful song. Shout out to, to Alicia Keys who uh. Who home wrecked the shit out of Swiss Beats, man? You know what? She didn't home wreck. Let's, we gotta grow up. But stop being misogynist. Stop being fucking misogynistic. We immediately, immediately, I'm sorry, I don't want to go on a tangent here, but we immediately, and I've this is I am not the first one to have said this about Alicia Keys. A million people have said this about Alicia Keys. Hey, hey, how about how about that he was married and he was committed to a relationship that he then ruined? He cheated on his spouse. She did not home wreck. I mean, she did a little bit, but whose responsibility is that to maintain the wife's, the wife's feelings. Anyway. So uh, yeah, Joe, I don't know. Stop falling. Um, All that to say, please stop falling, Joe. Um, But other than that, scores 10 points in the, in the, in the fourth quarter. I think he has four rebounds in the fourth quarter and two assists or something like that. He has a block and a steal in the fourth quarter. I mean, Joe, Joe essentially decides and and Joe decides essentially how he's going to affect the game at that point, grabbing a ton of rebounds, getting his fouls, of course. And, you know, it's funny because, I'll always say, right? You know, Joker. The argument between Joker and Joe is one of the more interesting who's better arguments, right? When this is all said and done, we'll be looking at Joker and Joel, like we look at Tim and Dirk and Kevin Garnett, or how we look at, you know, um, not a whole lot of other like. Or how we'll go, how we will look at Steph and Dame and Russell Westbrook, uh, and Chris Paul will be like, you know, like what you know, because obviously Chris Paul comes earlier, but how does he fit in that conversation? Um, There'll be although you'll have all these conversations, these guys, you know, the the Bill Russell wilt conversation, the magic and bird conversation Well, you're going to have the Joe and Joker conversation when it's all done. And you'll be wondering who was the best and joke. I mean, neither one of these guys, either one of these guys, the ceiling is through the there is no ceiling, right? These guys are a little Wayne of basketball, no ceilings. And they can score 50 on any given night. You know what I mean? I know a lot of people are hype on Joker right now because he just scored, you know, four. Uh, he scored almost 50 twice last week. And deservedly, he's incredible. And Joker is an offense onto himself because of the passing, no question about it. But one thing that doesn't get mentioned or one thing that should get mentioned more, aside from Joel's defense, obviously, is that the amount of fouls that Joe draws is also an offense onto itself. And the reason why is not because it's not that 13 points is an offense. It's that when you're drawing fouls on their big men, you're doing two things. One, you're getting their starting bigs out of the game early. That means that there's probably by that, by the logic, there's going to be less rim protection due to that, right? Right. Two, you're putting them in the in the penalty earlier than other teams have been a penalty. Well, that's an offense unto itself. Do you know what I mean? Because now guys are afraid to foul. They'd rather, they, Now their defense is a little bit more like it says you don't want to foul and send someone to the line, right? So you're going to give up a little more space. The bigs are afraid to foul more often. And then by the fourth quarter, their bigs are so riddled with fouls. they Their defense is now even softer than it was or they're getting fouled out of the game. That is a really underrated uh, thing when we're talking about Joel Embiid's offense, right? What he brings, it, it, you know, he doesn't have the passing, The pa- no one, there's four guys who can pass like Joker in the NBA. You know what I mean? One of them is named Luka. Uh, Chris Paul is like another one. Uh Staff, James Harden, LeBron James. We're talking – like, those are the guys who pass better than Luka. I mean, b- better than Joker, essentially. And then outside of that is Joker. Just, you know, a, a complete and total offense onto himself. But the fouls, the foul calls that Joel gets need to be mentioned in that. You know what I mean? It's like a very – underrated thing how you can just influence an entire offense fuck up a whole defense just because you're drawing the the amount of foul calls and then not only are you drawing that amount of foul calls but you make them pay every single time you get to the line that is wildly underrated so um you know joker's i mean joe is the mvp of course i don't i don't think joe was he was you know arguably the best player on our court yesterday i thought this was a real a real te- team win for sure. The different guys showed up at different times. And I think Joe and Toby brought us home. Uh, Seth, his best game since coming back since to, from the pandemic. They, they, they you know, the, the, everyone can't wait to, uh, to, I saw a post earlier today about Seth's free throw shooting. He's going to miss a free throw the next game because now it's gotten too far. Where people are saying he's going to join, he has a chance to join the 50-50-100 club, which is no one will ever, ever be in. Would be 50% field goal percentage, 50% three point percentage, 100% free throw. is not going to happen. Um, but you know, he played really, really well shot really, really well, which is really important in a game where it, where we needed the offense, you know, Danny's not going, Toby shows up late, obviously only has 10 points to the first three quarters. Joe only has, you know, 13 points to the first, or or, I'm sorry, 15 points to the first three quarters. Where's the scoring coming from at that point? Well, our bench kind of lifts us up a little bit. Seth really helps a big time 22 points. He really pretty much scores that in the first half. Um, And in the fourth quarter plays very little until Shea gets injured. Um, But, you know, his best game so far, you know, and obviously he's talked about how how COVID's affected him. You know, he doesn't have his breathing back. We all know that. You know, I mean, it's not easy. Um, But glad to see that, you know, his shooting stroke came back, especially on the road. It's it's weird that our defense didn't show up this game. Right. I mean, obviously, they run us off. They're running up and down. So it's a little bit different. But defense shows up on the road. Offense doesn't show up on the road. For Seth, Seth is cold-blooded. Seth can have these moments where he just seems so calm and cold. He doesn't doesn't give a fuck where he's playing. He's going to make the shot. Make the shots that count. So I thought Seth played great. Um, You know, the MVP of the first half for us. You know, easily. Uh, Just his offense was fucking instrumental. Same thing with Furkan. Furkan finishes the first half five for five. He finishes with 11 points in the first half, essentially, and then only two points in the second half. But we needed that in the first half. You know what I mean? He, in that first half, he obviously has that monster dunk, which is like a great example of why hassan whiteside for those who don't know like you know yeah he you you, on any random given night you look at hassan whiteside's numbers you're like jesus christ 2025 blocks what the how is he not starting but then when you watch a game like yesterday you realize exactly why because the one well no one can guard joe but hassan essentially gets fouled he immediately fouls joe immediately gets scored on joe scored on by joe like twice in a row as soon as he comes in the game i mean he only played seven minutes yesterday because his defense Wow. He ends up with a lot of blast. Same thing. What I said about Andre Drummond guys are going to try him because they actually don't respect his defense. You know, they don't respect him. Furcan gets the dunk of his career, not the dunk of his career. He had that one reverse slam earlier this year. That's probably his best dunk, but that was a really, really nice dunk yesterday um, or, you know, whatever, Tuesday night. And Toby, Toby is struggling on offense, immediately just takes it into him and finishes over him. You know, it just isn't really that much of, it's just not impressive defensively um and for you know furcan I thought played really great in that first half in the second half he fall he he doesn't really do anything in the second half however the good thing again when we're in the spirit of learning you know I've been talking to my therapist and you know she's always impressed by my ability to learn uh to to be to to, to self-reflect and adjust accordingly and furcan showed that yesterday the green light is tempting that green light can be tempting brother I tell you let me tell you the green Light can be as tempting as anything on the planet of, of of Earth, the Earth planet. Anything there is very few things as tempting as the green light. And Furkan managed to go five for five in the first half, and then zero for two in the second half. That's impressive. In previous, I'm surprised he didn't finish five for fourteen. You know, it's possible. <laughs> oh, it's possible, brother. I promise you. Um, so, but but so you know, good for him. Played well. Shake. I thought Shake did play well. You know, one for one for three pointer. So I guess his shine, you know, we got a clue to where his shine is. He hasn't found it yet. But we have a clue. We're, we're, you know, the gum shoes are on the right on the case. You know what I mean? They're finding it. You only went one for one. But he's, but he's been doing a really good job getting to that mid-range jump shot, right? You know, right below the line, right below the foul line in the key, and really draining that shot. I thought he's been doing a really good job. He hasn't been able to get to the rim as much uh, lately. I think guys are pretty much keying on his drive because his shot is so uh, is just missing. You know, is milk carton. Um, but you know, I thought he played. I thought he played okay. You know, it, it, Tyrese. He he tried every trick in the book on Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton just said, "No, we're not going to have that today." And he ate that shit alive. You know what I mean? And Shake was begging for a call. Was not going to get that call. Um, I mean, Tyrese is good, man. Listen, th- this this Kings team is interesting. You know, once Fox started going and you know I'm, I'm gonna give some love to tyrese man something about these rookies some of these rookies like tyrese like like Lamelo, the two easiest ones to think about you know what and tyrese Maxey too have this like nature this childlike wonderment to them you know this innocence where they're just they're just doing something that we haven't seen on a basketball court and that's fucking having fun You know, these guys just like they're having a good fucking time out there, man. That's like a thing that people forget all the time. Go out and have fun. I mean, Joe's been talking about that for how many years now? I wasn't having fun. Wasn't having fun. Well, look, look look what he does when he's having fun. He's a fucking MVP of the NBA right now. You know, I don't give a fuck what anyone says, you know, and having fun is such an underrated thing because you're playing free, you're playing confident. And guys like Tyrese, Maxie, Halliburton, uh, and and LaMelo, LaMelo with his airy walks like a fucking water sprite. Like some sort of fairy, but you know, not. Nah, I don't mean it in a gay way. You know, not. That there's anything wrong with that, but just, I mean, in in the like this, like floating around and fucking. I don't even he like he don't even know what's happening on the planet. He he don't, he, he doesn't even know he he's he woke up one day said so there was an election today on eleven in November. There's an election. Who who's the president? You know, he didn't even know what's happening to the Earth. is getting warmer. Wow, that's crazy. Where's my basketball at though? You know what I mean just out there having a great fucking time man. guys you want to play with and Halliburton looks like that playing great defense. I, again, you got to give them credit. And then Fox, man, Fox is taking a mini leap. They need something. Uh, they need something. They need a wing, a legit wing that is not Harrison Barnes. Unfortunately, you know, Harrison, I'm sorry, Harrison, you know, we, we've had enough of you. We know what you are now. You know, the, the Warriors knew what you were years ago. They replaced you with Kevin Durant, which I mean, that was obvious, you know, and teams started taking shots on you and paying you too much money. And now they know. They, you know, we, we got the data. You're a backup player. You know, you're a, a bench guy right now. Um, But they need like a legitimate wing, you know, a legitimate wing to help them, like a legitimate – maybe they can even – they could probably start Tyrese at the three, but then they need a legitimate four. I don't like Bagley playing the four. I don't like that at all. He can't – he has enough trouble defending. He for sure cannot defend the four. You know, we saw it multiple times yesterday, whether it was Ben fucking driving into him – the one time they called the offensive foul. I mean, it looked like he, it looked like he sent, he WandaVisioned, he, Ben WandaVisioned uh, Bagley out of the stadium almost. You know what I mean? My man was gone. He was gone. He was off air. He was off planet out of here. You know what I mean? It, that was pretty wild. He just can't defend. He doesn't have the foot speed to defend drivers like that. He, you know, he's a center. He's a center, is what he is. So having a legitimate four would would really help solidify them. A, a four with size, like a Jonathan Isaac, for example, would really help solidify them. Long in size, or you know, like a, a, a Cov, like like Cov. Even though I, you know, I'm not a fan of Cov, but Cov would be a, like the perfect length. Is switchable. Can can defend multiple bigs. Can defend bigs. You know what I mean? Like a guy like that would help them big time. Would make them a little a more unique unit. What they think they have with Harrison, they don't have. And they shouldn't have this, I don't like this four or five combination here. Um, especially when you want to get out and run. You want to get out and run, but you have two big men. Why? So how does that work? You know what I mean? You're getting out and running with three guys at a time. You know what I mean? Like, it don't really make a ton of sense. Um, I mean, even though those, even though to, to Rashawn, Rashawn's credit and to Bagley's credit, they're athletic and They're fast, but it's nothing like having a legitimate wing player to run, run with. Um, So, you know, either way, Shake, Shake, I thought Shake did play well. Hopefully he's okay. You know, I mean, got injured. He did enough to steady us, I think, uh, at times, scored five points. And I think there's five points in the third in the fourth quarter. I think he scored. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think he had five points in the fourth quarter. Um. I I mentioned Dwight. I thought Dwight played really, really well on defense. I thought Matisse, Matisse going for the, the coveted two, 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 um, stat line, you know what I mean? Two rebounds, almost there at two assists, almost there at two blocks and two personal fouls. Couldn't quite get to the two points or the two field goal attempts. Um, but with that said, his defense, again, he, his defense over the last two or three weeks of the season has been very impactful, more impactful than it was at the beginning of the season and impactful enough that we can eat the lack of offense right now. You know what I mean? Especially, it's what's funny about Matisse is, uh, the, the Matisse, what Matisse is to a, a fast-paced team like the Kings is the equivalent of dropping a Mentos in a... In a Coke bottle, you know what I mean, and allowing—or not a Mentos, an Alka-Seltzer tablet—in a Coke bottle and allowing it to explode. That's what Matisse is. When you put him into a high, high, high-paced offense, where he's just going to be tipping passes and just flying through, flying across the lane, and doing all types of crazy shit and causing havoc. I thought he played really great defense uh, on the I mean, the Aaron's fourth quarter is miserable. He finishes three for thirteen in the fourth quarter. It's bad you know what I mean and a lot of that is because of Matisse's defense um I mean it, it took a team defense to stop him especially once Buddy went cold and Tyrese didn't score in the second half at all um and I thought Matisse was a played a big part of that defense his defense was a, played a big part um so you know a weird oh Ben I'm sorry I didn't even talk about Ben I thought Ben played okay you know I, not, not a lot not a ton to say about Ben in a game like this I want to see Ben finish with you know three steals two blocks and 20 points, something like that. You know, it's a fast paced game, get up and go, but you know, it can't be understated. You know, we, we know, we know about the, the assist, the man creates so many three pointers. It's, it's what he, his specialty is creating three pointers. You know what I mean? Part again, like I've said before, part of that is inflated because he passes it every single time he drives as opposed to ever going to the rim. Um, but I do think he played well yesterday. You know what I mean? I thought he was aggressive in spots. He, he p- tried to pick his spots, Uh, even to his credit, when Joe came out after, you know, he had the the blood, somebody tried to circumcise his knee, Ben immediately drives to the rim. He gets the offensive foul, but I applaud the, the, uh, I applaud his aggressiveness in that situation. So, um, I thought he played okay. His defense was was okay. I mean, it was, again, we got punched in the mouth in the first half. We, We just weren't ready for that pace. You know what I mean? We just weren't ready for that pace. And then in the second half, we the game got dirtied up. I, I don't, I can't even explain how that happened. Honest. I really can't. I've watched it twice and I'm still kind of confused. I uh, just kind of just gets muddied up for whatever reason. And we win, you know, we hold them to 20 points in the third and fourth quarter. And that's, that's the, that's it. That's it folks. Um, that's all folks. I mean, how do I fuck that up? Anyway, that's all folks. Uh, and that's it, you know? So we got the trailblazers coming up. Um, you know, it's a revenge game. You know what I mean? It's a revenge game. They're gonna have Dame back though. Um, Dame at home is, you know, essentially like the equivalent of going to fight Thanos on Titan. You know, the, you, you know, Tony Stark saying, "Let's bring the fight to him." Did that? How did that work out for you? You know, he threw a moon at you. You know, he threw a fucking moon at you. Um, and that's what what going to Dame's house is gonna be, unless the person going to his house is Steph Curry then it is no longer Thanos throwing a moon at you. It is a puppy throwing a chewable bone at you. You know what I mean? And Steph just has him on a string. I'm sorry. He doesn't deserve it. I love Dame so much. It's just Steph. Steph has Michael Jordan him. Uh, he, has, he has become the Clyde Drexler to Steph's Michael Jordan. So, And I've talked about that mad times. Um, and then we got big game against the jail. Uh, against, the, against the jail. The Jazz, I'm sorry. Against the Jazz. Big game against the Jazz. You know what I mean? The Jazz are playing phenomenal. They've sped up the pace. Mike Conley is playing extremely well this year. Last year was abysmal, honestly. He looked roasted. You know what I mean? He looked like a fucking chestnut on an open fire, and it's fucking December 25th. My man is roasted. Uh, but this this year, he stepped up. He looks good. You know what I mean? He looks like he's back uh, to an extent. Um, And they're just playing well, man. Donovan took a little leap, you know, because of the playoffs yesterday. I think he finished, you know, the beat the Celtics. I'm not going to say single handedly, but, you know, 36 points, you know, beat them straight up, just beat them. Um, him and, and Rudy have set aside their differences. Ingles and Bogdanovich have set aside their differences looking like the same exact person, but in two different bodies and from two different countries, but they're the exact same basketball player. And they've come to an accordance that they will work together, uh, for the, the betterment of the team. So, you know, they're playing really well. That's going to be a big fucking game. If Let me tell you something. If we win that game, that separates us. That's it. If if we win that game, Joe comes out, lays the hammer down as he does on Rudy, uh, comes and lays that hammer down on Rudy, gives him like a thirty five and twelve and three assists or something like that. And we win. The MVP is now his. You know what I mean? It's his to lose. That's going to be a big fucking game. So um, that's it, everybody. Everyone wash your hands. You know the drill. Uh, Wash your hands. There'll be a a podcast coming out about WandaVision. Uh, I might do last week's episode, but now you know I keep ending up in this weird place where I just want to see what's going to happen in the next episode and then talk about it. Uh, I'm going to talk about it because there's mad, mad Marvel shit to talk about, so that's going to be great. Um, that's it. Wash your hands. Stay safe out there. Wear a fucking mask. You, you know, why don't you get a mask with a different face? Because you're ugly. Get the Rock's mask. The mask of the Rock's face. You know, not that the Rock is handsome, but he's he's handsome. He's a good-looking guy. I don't know. No problems, no qualms saying that he's a good-looking person. No problem with that, because um, your face ain't doing it. <laughs> your face, my face ain't doing it either. But I got a big fucking face, and the the mask does only does so much for my face. You know, I got to get like a bank robber mask. You know, one that hangs down uh, like a V neck almost. It's like a V neck. It, it like gives you the effect of a V neck from your face, though. Uh, anyway, wash your hands, wear a mask. Uh Black Lives Matter. Arrest cops who kill Breonna Tail. You know the drill. Um that's it. Stay safe. Uh, 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 yeah. Justice for the blind, just something that'll find in the rhymes that are coming from my mind. You